Hello everyone, welcome to Sana I-E. I'm Yos XO, and it is Monday, Mental Health Mondays, people. And we in July, July 5th. I hope everybody had a great holiday weekend. Celebrated, spent time with the fam, made the memories, as well as um, stayed on your grind. Even though when the holidays come around, I feel like we all fall off, or we fall off in general, just because the holidays here, we want to take a break or take an early vacation versus staying focused on what we need to accomplish. But overall weekend i just been grinding um had a few technical difficulties with the website with the website's backup sonai.com check it out leave a review and i did uh made some new features to it too where future guests um if you're listening to this right now you can go on the website and apply to be a guest or fill out the uh, application for the, to be a guest on the show as well as reviews leaving comments leaving voicemails um yeah, I just really just it was last spending like literally last night just fine tuning the website, uh, doing some new things to it. So check it out, sanai.com. The link will be in the show notes as well as if you follow us on social media, link is in our bio. But it's Monday, Mental Health Monday, start of the third quarter, and on this episode, you already know I got the quotes today. And then let me see how many segments I got. Got uh, three segments. One segment is lessons to unlearn. The second segment is brain hacks to boost productivity. And the third segment, which is the book we've been talking about heavy, is Atomic Habits, um, discussed in chapters 11 through 15 on this episode. But first, let's get started with the quotes of the day. The first quote is, you don't need to, you don't need a new year to make a change. All you need is a Monday. I love that. And it's Monday. And I feel like that deep, everybody waits for like, oh, New Year's resolution. I'm going to do this when the New Year starts. Nah, do that when next Monday starts. Hold yourself accountable. Discipline yourself. When that new Monday comes, act like it is a new year where you have to hold yourself accountable and do what you need to do. We always want to make a change when the the new year comes around. But make a change when the new new week comes around. When a new week starts, how do you want to be different this week than you were last week? And so on and so on as the weeks progress. Learn how to always be different or change when the new Mondays come around. Once again, the quote is, you don't need a new year to make a change. All you need is a Monday. My second quote is, oh, I love this quote. Um, We are products of our past. We are products of our past, but we don't have to be a prisoner of it. And that's like a double-edged sword because our past was like we have bad past and then we have accomplishments that we did in our past that we hold on to. And those, those like, I've been seeing that a lot lately where everybody is acknowledging their past accomplishments. And it's like, like okay, you did that. What are you going to do now? What are you going to accomplish today? What are you going to accomplish this week? What is going to be your present accomplishment? You can't hold what you did in the past when it comes to um, past, accom- past accomplishments. Um, past awards, past accolades, like that's in the past, that's who you were when that happened. Who are you now? Can you get new accomplishments, new gains, new milestones versus relying on your past, being so past heavy, like, oh, I did this in high school, or I did this in college, or I graduated top of my class. It's like, okay, you did that then. What are you doing now? Don't let the uh, past be hold you as a prisoner. Focus on the present and the future and how you can create new milestones, create new accomplishments, create new goals instead of letting your past hold you back. Even when it comes to regrets and stuff like that, we all have past regrets, that decisions we made, relationships we had, jobs we did, money that we fucked up. Don't be a prisoner of the past. Let the past go and be a visitor of the future. 
I'll be right back with Sana A.E. And the first segment of the discussion is lessons to unlearn. Number one, boundaries are a form of rejection. We have to learn that people sometimes need their space. We can't always smother them and be all around them. We have to give them their space and their boundaries. And when they set boundaries for us, we can't think of it as a form of rejection. We have to learn that maybe people need their space. They need their alone time. They need that me time, that I time. So even if you're the person setting boundaries, just know the you setting boundaries is not a form of rejection. It's just a form of space, a form of, like it says, the boundaries, putting the boundaries around yourself and knowing that, yo, I need this space. I need this time for myself so I can think, so I can grow, so I can expand my mind versus being always close in, be always on the go to or on the go with people when they need me. So setting those boundaries is a lesson to unlearn. It's not a form of rejection. It's a form of self-reflection number two we need to hide or downplay our success we have to learn that anytime you any success you have in life any small win celebrate that small win. you don't need to downplay it or downplay it or hide it show it to the world show them that yo um, uh, I was successful today I had a great workout that's a success or you ran 30 minutes today that's a uh, success or practicing in spanish or doing something that you need to do accomplishing your goals don't hide or downplay your success acknowledge your success celebrate your success number three taking responsibility is the same as self-blame no it's not that is another lesson to unlearn taking responsibility is not a form of self self-blame it's a it's the same as accountability. Once you take responsibility, you're holding yourself accountable. And taking responsibility shows character, shows behavior, shows growth. So unlearn that self-blame is taking responsibility because it's not it's not the same. It's totally different. Number four, this is a big one. I feel like I was like this a few years ago and I'm grown out of that. And number four basically is our happiness is dependent on others. And that's what I always thought at first until I started doing a lot of self-reflection, started meditating, a lot of journaling, a lot of spending a lot of time with myself. And I learned that happiness isn't dependent on others. Happiness is dependent on yourself and who you are. You got to have to create your own happiness. You can't depend on happiness from others or materials or anything like that. Happiness starts with you, yourself, and your, uh, me, myself, and I, basically. Number five, self-abandonment is how we show love negative that's a big lesson to learn i know we be talking about a long time but don't abandon yourself that you go into a cave hypothetically and not speak to nobody for like two to three weeks or even months and go months by and just abandon yourself it's like nah don't abandon yourself show love show support always keep in contact communicate with people reach out to people have check on checking on people and make sure you're checking on the family members and people all around you number six we should apologize even for things that aren't our fault. That's a big lesson to learn. If it's not your fault, don't apologize to it for it. Number seven, external. <laughs> I feel like this goes along with number four. Um, number seven, external validation is more important than internal validation. That is a big lesson to unlearn because it all starts with you, the inside. 
you got to validate yourself, love yourself, have confidence in yourself and do the self-care routines so you don't have to look for external uh, validation that you know the validation is internal where you love yourself, care about yourself, you're confident in yourself, you accept yourself. Self-acceptance is the biggest thing when it comes to thinking that external validation is more important than internal validation. Internal validation is way more important than external simply because it always starts with yourself. At the end of the day, that's who you're always with. Number eight, people need to acknowledge our emotions for them to be valid. Uh, nah, that's a lesson to unlearn. We have to acknowledge our own emotions and they are valid when we acknowledge them and we accept like, yo, I'm feeling sad right now. Why am I feeling sad? Oh, this is why I'm feeling sad. Or I'm happy right now. I'm ecstatic right now. I'm super excited right now. Validate your, emo validate your emotions and other people don't have to acknowledge them for them to be valid. All you have to acknowledge your emotions for them to be to be valid. Number nine, our worth comes from our output. Are you one of those types where you feel worthless if you're not putting no work in? If you're not grinding or you're not working towards something or you're not putting no effort in, in anything that you feel worthless? That is a lesson to learn. Our worth doesn't come from our output. Our worth comes from our input. It's all about you, what you do on the inside, what you do with yourself, and how you feel that is the best way to progress. Number 10, being vulnerable is weakness. Fuck no. Excuse my language, but that's a big-ass lesson to unlearn. Being vulnerable is a weakness? What? Nah. Being vulnerable shows strength. You have to be vulnerable in certain situations. You can't always be strong. Show your, you can't always feel like, Oh, I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to vent. And this is going to the fellas too. I know fellas listening right now. Y'all thinking like, ah, oh, y'all try to we try to avoid being vulnerable, trying to be avoid being weak because the side is society we want to vent. We have to be the strong, the strength, the the um, brawn. And instead of sending our emotions, sending how we feel, being vulnerable. Vulnerability shows strength, and we have to be vulnerable in certain situations with certain people. We can't always be strong. So show your vulnerability. It's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. It's a sign of growth. It's you're growing as you're being becoming vulnerable. You're learning more about yourself. Number 11 and the last one of lessons to unlearn. We need to be happy all the time. We need to be happy all of the time. That's not true. We can be sad sometimes. We can be angry sometimes. But we don't need to be happy all the time. Life, yeah, life, we create our own happiness. But if you want to be sad, be sad. But don't let that sadness carry over to the next day. If you want to be mad, be mad in that moment. Don't um, try to hurt somebody when you're angry or mad. Send in that anger, write down why you're mad, and then see how you can de-escalate the situation. Unlearning lessons that are no longer that no longer serve us is as, is as important as learning new ones. What are some lessons you want to unlearn? Think about it right now. Hit me up, sanae.com. And I want to know what lessons are you do you want to unlearn? Which of these lessons did you unlearn? And how did you unlearn them? In order, in order for us to grow constantly, we must unlearn and learn lessons. Like me. And the ones that really resonated with me with these lessons that I need to learn myself is, like I said, number four was a big one for me where I was dependent on others for happiness. 
And number seven as well is that external validation is more important than internal validation, especially in the world we grew up in, the society we grew up in. We always think that external validation is key to life when in, in fact it's internal validation what we think about ourselves how we spend time with ourselves how we talk to ourselves how we care about ourselves and number nine was our worth comes from our output our worth comes from our output the work we put in the things we have to do the things we want to accomplish and make our people the people around us proud that oh i got to do this from mom and dad to make them proud so they can so i know i'm worthy of that so i can um i'm worthy of their love worthy of their affection like nah our worth doesn't come from our output. our output. Our worth comes from our input and the things that we do to help people around us instead of helping ourselves. So those are the three that really stuck with me as I was reading these lessons to unlearn. Like I said, there's 11 lessons to unlearn. I'm going to go over them again in the recap. But let me know. What lessons have you unlearned from this list or from your past? What lessons are you unlearning that you like, yo, I know this lesson does no longer serve me, that I have to unlearn it, and I have to learn a new lesson. It's life. That's how we grow. Let me know. Sanai.com. I'll be right back. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. The next segment of our discussion is Brain Hacks for Productivity. And then the number one is Set Your Intention. Most people aren't able to focus because they are not clear on what to focus on and for how long. And I feel like that's true, especially in this life, in this time, we're always jumping to the next thing instead of being focused in the moment, being focused on that one project, that one thing at the time that we're always have so many distractions around us that we want to get to the next thing instead of being present, taking some time to pause and really focus on what we're working on at the time instead of working on this project but focusing on something else. But setting setting your attention and setting your focus, it really helps out. This last week I did case study on myself when, when it comes to this one um, for product, brain hacks for productivity. And I really set my time on my phone and did like 30 minute, uh, 30 minute Spanish lesson. And that really helped me out because it made me want to do it again the next day and the next day. And really, I'm really staying productive with on that and doing my lesson with the Spanish. But you have to give yourself a productivity boost by choosing a specific goal or task to do for a certain amount of time. Example, like I said, doing Spanish 30 minutes a day, setting that timer, setting that timer on your phone. We all have phones. We all have watches. Sending that timer, even if it's like 15 minutes out the day, 20 minutes out the day, and sending that time where you're either reading, learning a new language, or doing something productive and having that time. So when that 30 minutes is up, you like you feel better about yourself. So that's one of the one. Uh, that's the number one brain hack: set your intention and sending that time and having that focus for that. Number two would be meditate. Meditation helps to calm your mind and build focus. Meditation is very popular right now. I always talk about it. I always recommend it. Um, I'm up in my meditation time myself, but it's really very fit, beneficial in the long run. And I've been noticing it and it helps with uh, my balance. Um, like I said, meditation is popular right now. So there's loads of information out there on how to effectively meditate. And it's like I said, it's uh, beneficial in the long run, even if you're meditating for five minutes out the day. 10 minutes out the day and just sending those attentions to where you're quieting yourself quieting your mind quieting your thoughts 
and either visualizing or just being present in that moment in that time of really having that peace number three take breaks breaks this is what i've been learning to um taking those breaks pausing and really taking that break in life i feel like like i said we're always on the go on the go on the on the go and we never take the time to really utilize our break time whether it's 15 minutes 30 minutes out the day or taking that 30 minute lunch really just taking that break and utilizing that break not being on the phone not being so concerned with anything else just being present taking your break either drinking some water um eating a snack eating some food and experiment with your break frequency and duration while working what works best for most people is either 25 minutes of work and a five minute break or 50 minutes of work and a 10 minute break see what works best for you and then stick to it use a timer to schedule your breaks throughout the day we all need our breaks taking breaks throughout the day helps us so we're not burnt out by the end, the end of the day end of the night you know you know you get in the night, end of the night and you feel like you're so burnt out that's because you didn't take no breaks during the day taking that five or ten minute breaks within each hour really helps out towards, towards the end of the day so you're not burnt out as much number four avoid temptation <laughs> that is big avoiding temptation distractions are difficult to overcome it feels good to go from bored or stressed to amused a lot of distractions from social media to Netflix to text messaging. It's important that you avoid these temptations, especially during your breaks. Learn to say no to your urges. Number five, alternate high and low focus tasks. This is a major key. Lower focus activities can include returning emails or calls or other routine tasks. The lower focus activities give your brain a chance to rest and recover. After that, then you'll be ready for another round of more high focus activities. So, you know, like I said, low focus activities, the things you do that's routine to you, text messaging, returning emails, returning calls, um, doing reading, um, calling people, things like that. Doing those low focus tasks that you that's routine to you that you give your brain a break to rest and recover. So you can go into the high focus activities that you know that you don't normally do. Number six, and this is major key for me to uh, stay hydrated, especially during this time we're going through. Uh, there's a lot of heat wave everywhere. Every state right now is um, dealing with a, tremendous, uh, a lot of heat, so stay hydrated. Most people don't realize that they're partially dehydrated most of the time. This can impair your ability to concentrate and make good decisions. A large glass of water every couple of hours will make a difference in your productivity and focus large glass of water i say every hour like constantly drinking water especially during this time we're getting dehydrated more with the sun being out staying hydrated it helps with your focus helps with your concentration number seven keep a positive mindset if you want to be more productive then think of a pot then develop a positive outlook on life studies have shown that your mindset affects your productivity when you adapt a positive mindset you accomplish more daily that's facts and those are the seven brain hacks i'm gonna give you a brief break and i'm gonna hit jump into our next segment which is atomic habits chapters 11 through 15 and man i still love this book and we're almost done with the atomic habits review if you if you haven't read the book check it out trust me It'll change your habits change your behavior a lot of people have been picking it up and reading it check it out as well as um any brain hacks that you guys have for to boost your productivity let me know sanai.com i'll be right back 
So, third segment of the show, Atomic Habits. Chapter 11. The title is Walk Slowly But Never Backwards. And the main points of this chapter was talking about the most effective form of learning is practice, not planning. Most effective form of learning is practice, not planning. You have to practice. You know, they say practice makes perfect. We all go to practice, practice. If you grew up in sports, all you did is practice, practice, practice. And you wasn't planning anything out. You have to practice to make things perfect. So that's what it says. The most effective um, learning is hands-on learning, basically. When you're practicing, learning, studying for a test, studying for an exam, studying for anything or practice for anything, you're practicing how to learn that thing so you can master it. Then it jumps. uh, The next point is focus on taking action and not being in motion. And that really means is taking action versus being in motion. You're applying action to whatever you're doing when it comes to um, learning. You're learning. You're learning new things on a daily instead of learning the same things, going in that same constant cycle, that constant motion of learning. So you learn taking action and applying what you learn versus just being in, lear- in motion, just learning what you learn. Number three is uh, or the next bullet point is habit formation is a process by which a behavior becomes progressively more automatic through repetition. And that's how you build your habits start forming. The habit formation is where a behavior becomes progressively more automatic because you're constantly doing that after time after time, that repetition and you're building up and it becomes a habit over time. And then the, it ends the chapter talking about the amount of time you spend on a habit isn't as important as the amount of times you perform the habit. I'm going to let that sink in with y'all and see how that resonates. Uh, then we jump into chap- chapter 12 and the bullet points for chapter 12. The chapter 12 is called the law of least effort. And it jumps, it starts off with human behavior follows the law of least effort. We will naturally gravitate towards the option that requires the least amount of work. Human behavior follows the law of least effort. We will naturally gravitate towards the option that requires the least amount of work. Does that sound like you? And it's, it's just human behavior. This is how we all are. We all we will all want to do the least amount of work so we don't have to do as much or that requires as much work. And that's why half of us are majority of us are stuck in the uh, rat race, the cycle, the nine to five, because we rather do the least amount of work instead of putting that work into building a business, building our profession, building our career, building something meaningful versus just falling in line and falling into that cycle. Um, then it jumps to talking about creating an environment where doing the right thing is easy as possible. Create an environment to do where um, the easiest thing is possible is where you're creating the environment where you want to do new habits, new tasks. Uh, maybe you have to clean out your room to get that fresh space, that fresh air. Maybe you have to start going to the gym. If you don't go to the gym already, going to the gym and getting in that environment where you're it's in your head that, yo, I'm in this environment. I have to work out. I'm here. Everybody else is working out. I got to do it, too. So you're creating an environment where doing the right thing is easy as possible. So you have to that your environment helps out with your habits. Then third bullet point is reduce the friction associated with good behaviors. When friction is law is low, habits are easy. Increase the friction associated with bad behaviors. When friction is high, habits are difficult. So saying friction when it comes like 
is this going to be a hard to habit or is it going to be a, um, an easy habit and really associating the habits and the behaviors with each because I know when it comes to a hard habit we like we already put ourselves down there we like ah oh, I can't do this or oh, I don't want to do this instead of really figuring out how to do that habit or really analyzing and see is it a, a hard habit or is it a, a low habit a tough habit I mean easy habit and then it ends off the chapter with this great note that prime your environment to make your future actions easier so maybe you have to switch up the environment you, you're in to make your future actions easier make life easy for yourself that's why the this chapter is called the law of least effort it's all about making your environment creating that environment for yourself and making your habits and your behavior easier that you don't have to fall off what you're trying to do or what you're trying to accomplish make it easy for yourself then we jump into chapter 13 how to stop procrastinating by using the two minute rule and for this one it's what five bullet points um the, from the notes that i took first one is habits can be completed in a few seconds but continue to impact your behavior for minutes and or hours afterward self-explanatory many habits occur at decisive moments choices that are like a fork in the road and either send you in the direction of a productive day or an unproductive one that's true and i feel like me my biggest habit like today i didn't work out and i feel like it's been a sluggish day but it's still been productive because i'm getting this episode done but the days i do work out i feel like everything just runs more smoothly and more concrete when i don't um days just really feel long they get dragged out so this said it's like that determines if i'm gonna have a productive day or unproductive day but i still work towards being having the productive day once again that bullet point was many habits occur at decisive moments choices that are like a fork in the road and either send you in the direction of a productive day or an unproductive one then number three talks about the two minute rule the two minute rule states when you start a new habit it, it should take less than two minutes to do the more you ritualize the beginning of a process the more likely it becomes that you can slip into a state of deep focus that is required to do great things I'm gonna read that again. The two minute rule states, when you start a new habit, it should take less than two minutes to do. The more you ritualize the beginning process, the beginning of a process, the more likely it becomes that you slip into a state of deep focus that is required to do great things. So it says, the two minute rule, a new habit, when it comes to a new habit, it shouldn't take you more than two, two minutes to do. And once you start doing that consistently, consistently getting that ritual down, it'll really start putting you into that deep focus, that deep state of focus. Next uh, bullet point is standardize before you optimize. And the last one is you can't improve a habit that doesn't exist. Now we jump into chapter 14 is how to make good habits inevitable and bad habits impossible. This one got four bullet points. The first one is a commitment device is a choice you make in the present that locks in a better behavior for the future. So what's a commitment you can make to yourself today that help out your future self? That's what it really comes down to, making that commitment to your present self for your future self. The next one, the next bullet point, the ultimate way to lock in future behavior is to automate your habits. Automate your habits. Your habits should become routine, basically. They shouldn't even be a thought like, 
or the, whatever your your plans, your future plans for your future self five years down the road, you're making, you're doing the habits, you're doing the rituals, you're creating that behavior now that it comes ritualized, that it comes automatic. Third bullet point. Time choices are like buying a better mattress or enrolling in an automatic savings plan or single actions that automate your future habits and deliver increasing returns over time. So it's saying like the automatic savings plan, you know, every day your money's taken out of your bank account, taking out your bank account is building up in that savings plan. That's basically what it's talking about. You're automating your routine, you're automating your habits to where it's become consistent and it's a ritual that you don't even have to think about it. But down the line, you're like, dang, I've grown. You'll see the growth in yourself. And the last bullet point for this one is using technology to automate your habits is the most reliable and effective way to guarantee the right behavior. Use your phone, utilize your phone. Don't let your phone use you. And there's 20, we all got either iPhones or Androids. I know it's a lot of iPhone users out there. Utilize your iPhone. What apps do you have that can help better your life? Not just Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, Snapchat, all that. What apps can you really use to help you out? Some apps that I recommend, Digit, when it comes to money saving. When you want to meditate, use the Calm app. I've been using the Calm app for about a while now. I would say five plus years. I've been using the Calm app to meditate and really that helps me when it comes to meditating. Um, the, the app Every Dollar helps when it comes to saving and budgeting your money. Um, let me see what else. What else other apps? I'm going through my apps real quick. Uh, QuickBooks. If you're an entrepreneur or you're uh, starting up, QuickBooks is help best to keep track of your receipts, keep track of your expenses. What else do I be using? Uh, I already, already know I got my fitness app, all the bank apps and everything. But utilize these apps that's on your phone. Utilize your technology. Utilize the technology for your benefits, not your de- detriment. In the last chapter. Chapter 15, not the last chapter, the last chapter of the segment. Chapter 15, the cardinal rule for behavior change. And this comes with four bullet points. And the first one is, give me one second. The first one is when we're more likely to repeat a behavior when the experience is satisfying. So we are more likely to repeat a behavior when the experience is satisfying. And that's big facts. You know, when something is satisfying, you're going to keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, and not think about the consequence. Always, you're just going to be thinking about the reward. So we're more likely to repeat behavior when the experience is satisfying. And the next one is the human brain evolved to prioritize immediate rewards over delayed rewards. Basically, that's me. I've been talking about having that delayed gratification. That's what this basically talks about. Our brain prioritizes instant gratification over delayed gratification. We have to delay our gratification, not think of the instant. And it's the society, the so, um, not to blame society, but it is society with the things that surround us, um, what we see all day and interpret. We want that immediate reward instead of delaying that gratification, delaying that reward, reaping the benefits later and knowing like, no, I can't reap this reward right now because it's not, not for me. And it comes to, I like to say, it's about fighting that present temptation versus that long-term goal. We're ha- we have to delay the gratification, delay the reward. It's like, um, the biggest thing that comes to mind right now is when it comes to working out, when it comes to being in the gym and eating right, eating consistently, staying disciplined and delaying that gratification, delaying that reward to where 
you always want to eat the good stuff, the, the unhealthy foods, just to get that instant reward for yourself, that instant dopamine kick. Because you want to eat sweets, you want to eat sugar, but it's like staying disciplined, delaying that gratification, and staying focused on the long-term goal. We have to stay focused on the long-term goal instead of the short-term satisfaction. And then we jump into uh, the next bullet point is the cardinal rule of behavior changes. Whatever is immediate rewarded is repeated. Take a look at yourself. Think back. The cardinal rule of behavior changes. Whatever is immediate rewarded is repeated. Think about that. Uh, what is immediately punished is avoided. And that's true. What is immediate, immediately punished is avoided. And the last bullet point to get a habit to, to stick you need to feel immediately successful, even if within a small way. Collect those small wins, get those small, small wins and small rewards. And I'll be right back with Sana I.E. And we back, and we back, and we back, and we back. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning into today's episode of Sana I.E. Man, this episode, um, Mental Health Mondays, man, is very beneficial. This episode, it was grateful. Uh, I learned some stuff as well as I hope you learned some stuff as well. Learning from about lessons to unlearn, brain hacks to boot, to boost productivity, as well as my favorite book right now, Atomic Habits. And really utilizing the information from this episode and from the book and applying it to your life don't just listen to this episode and not apply what you learned to your life that's what it comes about it comes down learn and apply instead of just learning but this episode we kicked it off with the quotes of the day the first quote was you don't need a new year to make a change all you need is a monday it's monday right now what changes do you want to make in your life? What changes do you need to make to become the person you want to become? We're in the third quarter of this year, 2021. Who do you want to be? How, what change can you make today to help your future self out? Number two, we are products of our past, but we don't have to be a prisoner of it. And that is deep too. Past is, hmm, we all have a past. We all have mistakes that we made in the past, decisions we made in the past, but we can't let our past we can't carry our baggage from our past into the future, into the present. We gotta let it go and let it be what it was. Our past accomplishments, our past accolades, what we did in high school, what we did in college, what we did last week, what we did last month, what we did last year. Leave it there. Don't carry it with you, because that's what it did. All that is is just leaving you stuck in that constant cycle, of going back to the past, going back to the past instead of focusing on the future. Then we got into our segments, lessons to unlearn. The first segment. Uh, what number one was boundaries are a form of rejection. Two, we need to hide or we do, we need to hide or downplay our success. Number three, taking responsibility is the same as self blame. Number four, our happiness is dependent on others. Number five, self abandonment is how we show love. Number six, we should apologize even for things that aren't our fault. Number seven, external validation is more important than internal validation. Number eight. People need to acknowledge our emotions for them to be valid. Number nine, our worth comes from our output. Number 10, being vulnerable is a sign of weakness. Number 11, we need to be happy all the time. Once again, these right, right here, 11, these are 11 lessons we need to unlearn. We have to unlearn to become a new person. And unlearning lessons that no longer serve us is as important as learning new lessons that will serve us and the new us. What? 
or some lessons that you had to learn over the year, over the time, over the pandemic? What did you have to learn about yourself and about people? And what did you have to learn about and get to learn about? Let me know. Sanai.com. Leave a review. I'm shouting out reviews. Everybody that leaves reviews, um, I'll read them out on the next show. Next show will be dropping. Oh, yeah. Heads up. Next show dropping july 11th we ain't gonna have no show this friday new show july 11th um which would be basically sunday uh new show sunday sunday is our two-year anniversary two-year birthday for sanai shout out to us and man it's been a long time coming but i'm happy where i'm at i know where we headed and i just appreciate everybody that's been sticking with us since day one just been listening to the episode that's been listening to now this is episode all together episode 137 so we're still rocking but I appreciate y'all, and we're going to keep kicking it forward with the segments, the recap. The second segment was brain hacks to boost productivity, and that's key, um, especially day day by day. I feel like our brains are, if we're not putting them to work, they're dwindling and not getting the right use that we should get them out. So, like, sometimes, like, one of the main things I'd like to talk about, um, what you call it, is brushing your teeth with your less dominant hand in the morning that opens up the left side of your brain and gets you to start triggering 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 and functioning uh right gets you on um awareness but some brain hacks for productivity number one set your intention number two meditate number three take breaks number four avoid temptation number five alternate high and low tasks uh focus focus tasks number six stay hydrated Number seven, which be keep a positive mindset. And then we jumped into the book, Atomic Habits, discussing the chapters 11 through 15. If you haven't read the book, check out the book. Let me know what y'all think. I know there's a uh, few people out there that's got it right now. I appreciate y'all. I know that book has helped me all out. I want to hear y'all stories too. So hit me up. I'll talk. We hitting y'all up on a personal level. But Atomic Habits, people, that's the book to check out. This book, two, this month, the two books I'm reading is... Uh, Think Rich, Grow Rich, and Zero to One. I'm finishing up Zero to One, um, but I'm reading Think Rich, Grow Rich this month, and I'll be laying out some details for y'all um, on some future episodes. But once again, new episode coming Sunday. Um, like I said, it's our two-year anniversary. I can't wait to drop that episode. Not sure what I'm going to do yet, but, you know, shout-out to us. Shout-out to everybody that's been here since day one. Shout-out to people that's been here now that's really been rocking with us. I appreciate y'all. Salute y'all. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash sanai. Check out the website too. All this will be in the show notes, uh, sanai.com. And leave us a review, leave us a comment. Let me know what you think about the website. Constructive criticism is good too. If you don't like the show, tell me why don't you, why you don't like the show. Let me know how I can improve, how I can improve the show for your taste buds. Merch is coming. I'm working on the hats. I'm, I'm like been really indecisive on what I want because I want the perfect thing or the best thing, the hottest thing out there. But I, I know gonna take time so that's how i'm just really working and seeing what i want do i want hats do i want shirts or do i want any other apparel so i'm working on that but the merch is coming i'm we dropping this month for show and once again two year anniversary birthday whatever you want to call it july 11th shout out to everybody shout out to you that's listening right now without you none of this is possible and i'm gonna leave y'all with this you can't afford to live in potential for the rest of your life at some point you have to unleash the potential and make your move. Have a great week.